0: And we are live on another edition, All In on High School Sports. Kurt Valenti with Jennifer Valenti. Good evening. And tonight, we are going to talk Milburn High School Sports. And I mean all of Milburn High School Sports. Seven teams in a little more than an hour. We're going to get it done. And we have to start with us
1: tonight.
2: We have with us to introduce our sports teams, athletic director, athletic director, excuse me, Frank bufuco Hi, Frank. Welcome back.
1: Hello. It's
0: nice to be back. How's everybody doing? Yeah, Mr. bufuco you've been you're, you're becoming a regular now on this show.
1: Easy. I don't I don't want to upset people. It's probably about my third time.
0: They start putting you in the credits. You know? Yeah.
1: No. I enjoy it, man. This is this is this is good. It's nice exposure for high school sports around the state and you know, we're just happy to be here as, as representing Milburn tonight. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, and we want to thank you again.
2: Yeah, we're very happy to have you, and this is um, exactly what you said. We share those sentiments about exposure for the kids in the program. So tonight, we'll be featuring seven of your fall sports teams, um, and your 2019 fall season was quite successful in Milburn. You yes. guys had a Group 3 champion, another Group 3 finalist. I'm not going to give away too much because I don't want to steal the thunder of the kids. Uh, two teams right. that were you know sectional semifinalists, uh, strong showings in the SEC conference. You guys play mostly in the most competitive divisions, and I yep. think I'm missing a sports team, but I have an overall 2019 fall record at 90 wins, 25 losses, and four ties. So, um, right, the
3: one
1: team that's not mentioned obviously is the girls volleyball, who was actually um, they're part of that success. They were the Essex County champions for the first time in the final and first time we won.
2: Oh, um, congratulations, that's nice. So every,
1: it was a year of first, so, and they had a great great season as well.
2: Oh, nice, okay. nice, nice. Good good to know as well. So welcome back, and just to open it up, I want to ask you, how do you like being the athletic director in a school district with such a strong athletic program?
1: Uh, it's fantastic. I mean, it's it's definitely um, it's definitely something that, that we're proud of. I'm proud of it. Um, you know, we try to build on things and, and make it um, a successful program year in and year out. Um, and the backbone of what we have is is very motivated athletes and coaches, um, and to that extent, you know our um, our faculty and staff as well is is a great support because they they're the ones that set the standard for our student athletes to 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 be so successful in and out of the classroom as well, and and really it's something that that really it's it's a team effort at all times, which is is something we're all proud of, uh, coaches, administration, and. You know student athletes and parents in the community as well they're 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 super supportive and we're fortunate to have them
0: okay i just i got one quick one for you and uh, i yeah. i know i spoke with you off the air when we were setting it up the other night and you were saying um you know how like fired up you are for this 2020 season so uh right. just like real quick like how fired
1: up are you it's i tell you what it after coming off of this spring season where it was like such a like you know um I wanted to say a disappointment in in all aspects. Like we, I mean, let's just talk about the elephant in the room for one second, the the COVID situation, you know, but you know, when we finally got the green light and the support from our governor, like it was, it was huge. And it was, it was definitely something that, you know, the NGSIA has done a great job. And and I think all of us are motivated and, and definitely as you use fired up to, to get going, because, you know, we want to see the kids play. They deserve it. Um, and it's definitely what high school is about like giving them that extracurricular athletic experience which is you know we're hoping that it uh it just takes off
2: you know we had another opportunity um coach bufuco to talk to you beforehand and You, we wanted to touch upon a little this evening, you know, given the COVID situation and the opportunity that these fall athletes do have, um, you know, unfortunately, the spring athletes were, I'm going to use the word robbed of their spring season, obviously. And, you know, you guys are all virtual, but you're still able to participate. So if you wanted to speak briefly to the fact that, you know, there is this opportunity um, and how, you know, athletes still have to be socially responsible outside of, you know, the practice field.
1: So I think it's, and, and j- just so, just to preface that, I I had the opportunity to meet with all, if not, you know, 95% of our student athletes on Monday, the 31st. Um, and I set, you know, I set the foundation there. I, I met with each program, each, you know, each coach. And, you know, we basically laid it out that it they have a responsibility and we, we put it out there that they need to be socially responsible. It's going to take them, their families to be able to do this and, you know, for one second, if they wanna shrug their shoulders or be like, oh my God, like just talk to a spring athlete or a spring coach. Like if you gave them those standards, I can guarantee you they would take that in a heartbeat just to have their season back. Um, and yes, for, you know, a 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, sometimes 19 year old kid, like that's not the easiest thing in the world. To, but at the same time, you know, it. It's something that we all have to work together on here but you know from the administration the teachers um the coaches uh the parents the the kids friends you know understanding that they have a responsibility you know they you know they shouldn't quote unquote put that pressure on on their friends be like oh just come hang out like no i I have practice like i go to practice i go home and i kind of just have a routine right now like you know that's what we're doing so it is a big responsibility and we're we're putting that challenge out to all of them
0: Okay. Uh, Before we get our first team, uh, we have our first comments from our friend Kenny in Maryland. He's saying he can't text on his screen, but welcome back to school teachers, coaches, and thank you for all your hard work and dedication, and he's looking forward to this show. So uh, thank you, Kenny. Thanks,
2: Kenny. All right. So we're going to have our first team up. We do. I'm going to let them in from the waiting room and uh, give me a second, and I'll get
3: that up here and get them all in. this evening. Before we get started, I just want to give a brief overview of your
2: 2019 season. You guys finished 11-6-1 overall. You were 8-3-1 in the uh, your division of the SEC, and you guys made it to the North Jersey um, Section 2, Group 3, Sectional Semi-Final. So um, congratulations on a good season, and again, thank you for joining us. We have joining us this evening Coach Hogan. We have uh, Julia Zangara, Hannah Mayrowitz and Jordan Lipkin. Please forgive me if I mispronounced any of your names, guys. <laughs> welcome and welcome.
0: Yeah, I'd like to welcome all you guys again. Coach, I'll start off with a question for you. Coach, you had uh, three 11-win seasons, two, sec- two sectional semifinal appearances, all in a very, very tough Super Essex Conference American division. A couple questions. Yep. How did you get th- How did you get here? How do you stay here? And how do you take, the, take it to the next
4: level? Well, I think that's the big thing is getting past this level. We've been stuck there at the semifinals for two seasons in a row. But it's all been building. So we've been working on, working on team unity is a big one. And then just mental strength as well. And then we've been coming together. And honestly, last season was very smooth as far as our team was running. And the results showed on the field. So hopefully we can continue, continue that this year.
2: Nice. My question is for um, Jolie, it was going to be for Jolie and Julia, but Jolie, since Julia's not here, you're going to answer this one on your own, okay? Okay. Um, You guys graduated two seniors last year that were responsible for a large portion of your scoring, 32 out of your 53 goals in 2019. So my question for you is how do you guys account for that big loss of scoring due to graduation?
5: Um, I think what we're going to have to do this year is really learn how to work as a team on the field and work the ball up with more passing. Cause I think last year, a lot of the time we would rely on our two graduated seniors and try to get them the ball and then just rely on them to just take it all the way up. But I think it's really important that we make a lot of passes through the center midfield and up all the way to the forward so that we can really connect and score more goals. Nice.
0: Uh, my question's for Hannah and Jordan. Um, can you guys just explain the Millburn defensive mentality?
6: Yeah, I think we have a really strong defensive mentality. We like, we keep it like really. Um, we're like really sh- try to keep like a really strong line back there, where it's hard to get by. It. And if they do, like we're both back there. That one of us, one of us is always open, and one of us is always there to like to get to get the ball back if we're beaten. So it's never like there's like normally one person back. They have to get through two in order to get to the goal. So I think that helps a lot. Yeah and Jordan and I have played with each other for a very long time so we know how we play together very well and I've also played with the outside backs for a while too so I feel like we are able to really work as a team and shift when necessary and be able to pick up any of the balls that we need to get.
2: Nice. And coach, it looks like you maybe graduated a number of seniors from last year's squad from like 13 to 14 seniors on the roster. But at the same time, you have like a nice core of juniors coming back that have gained some valuable varsity experience. And just listening to Jordan and Hannah, it looks like they have that connection in in the, you know, the deep defense. So my question for you is what is your outlook given that kind of mix for the 2020 season?
4: I think it's going to be great. I think there's going to be a lot of competition coming up from the players that were on JV last year. That was actually the first time, which I think was great, that we had a JV tournament. And then they wound up playing Livingston in the final. So that experience was fantastic for them. And I know they're going to be pushing the players that were on varsity. Maybe they didn't get as much time as they would have liked last year. But hopefully they're going to step up this year. And
7: with the competition in-house, I think it's going to be a good formula for success.
2: Nice, and we're going to get, before we get into our rapid fire, we're kind of going to ask each team a little bit, you know, girls, I don't know if you play um, spring sports, you know, but I know that, you know, given the COVID situation that, you know, um, you guys aren't in school, but you are practicing, and what are you guys kind of doing as a team to make sure, keep each other accountable for kind of being socially responsible, you know, on and uh, really off the field, I guess, is is more important. So I'm just going to ask each of you guys. We'll go Jordan, Jolie, and then Hannah, if you don't mind.
6: Yeah, so throughout the entire summer, we were um, running summer practices twice a week. We have a um, text message group chat with as many people we could fit and also a Facebook group chat for those who couldn't get in the group chat. Um, we invited, like, whoever wanted to come. And just, like, even if people weren't able to come just to get them involved and see that other people are working hard, I feel like motivate them to do it on their own too.
2: Nice, Julie, anything you wanna to add to that?
6: Um, I was just gonna add on
5: to um, Jordan briefly touch on our fitness. So I think that um, a lot of the girls are working really hard on their own on their fitness after our virtual practices on the weekends. And I think that if we get our fitness up, we're gonna have a really successful season, especially, um, it's the fitness is especially important because we're going to have a smaller roster. So I think it's really good that everyone's working hard
6: on
2: that. Nice. And hen, anything you wanted to add?
6: Um, just to continue with what Jordan said during the summer practices, we really got to meet all the other players and try to kind of understand how everyone else played. So it was good to have that type of experience mm-hmm. because I mean, it's better to come in with some idea of who you're going to be playing with during the season than no idea
2: nice all right in our next segment we do we call it rapid fire all right we have uh you guys are our first round obviously so we get some fun questions that are meant to be answered kind of quickly i'm actually going to keep a tally this evening of two so what, questions two, yeah. two questions we'll see at the milburn Falls sports what gets the most represented at the end we'll share the results so uh, what order we're,
0: uh just let them know oh, the order yes. we're going to so go gonna in go, coach is included in it
2: yes coach you're included uh Coach Bufuco, well, we'll do you. We'll get him at the so end. So you're not answering in every round. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll go Coach Hogan. Then we'll go Jordan, Jolie, and Hano, simply because that's how you appear on my screen. Okay, guys? All right. All right, first
0: so. rapid-fire question. Adidas, Under Armour, or Nike? Adidas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, you're up. I'm
6: yeah. um, Nike.
5: Nike.
2: Nike. Ooh, all right. (laughs) All right, the next one is McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, or Chick-fil-A?
8: Chick-fil-A, I guess.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A. Ooh, swept the panel.
0: Okay, favorite (laughs) soccer player of all time? Dergan Klinsman.
6: Mia Ham. Rose Lavelle. I would say Mia Ham as well.
2: Nice. All right. That's it. That was it. Quick and easy. The rapid fire questions. We keep them simple. That's it. Right? Yep. So, cleansman, want-
1: Really? cleansman <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> hey, man. <Time. laughs>
2: Uh, we want to thank you guys for coming on this evening. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to follow up with you in the Absolutely. fall and uh, spend a little more time. But since we're, you know, previewing the entire fall program this evening, we wanted to kind of get everybody in for a good like 10, 15 minutes. So it was so nice to meet you. Thanks for coming. Yes. In, good guys. luck this
9: year, guys. See you all Monday. Thank yeah. <laughs> Monday, ready to go.
2: Good luck, guys. Good luck. Thanks.
3: All Bye, right. everybody. I'm just. Okay. Welcome. We are moving on. We just
2: finished with girls soccer and we are welcoming the boys cross country team from Millburn High School. And on the panel we have Coach K. And please forgive me guys if I uh, mispronounce anybody's name. You can correct me. Please feel free to correct me. Kasim Musaji, Zachary Lou Walker, and Evan Feldman. Welcome guys.
9: It's um, Lou Walter
2: lou walter i'm sorry yes
0: <laughs> you stick with the names i'm not good with the names so
2: <laughs> guys
0: we want to th- first off thank you guys for coming on tonight we appreciate it thank thank you for your time. okay uh, just a quick overall f- uh, overview from last year six and three in division 25 and three in the sec overall um Greystone invitational fourth place finish stewart memorial finished fourth place
2: all right nice season coach 25 and three overall is so impressive my question for you is did the 2019 team exceed your expectations
10: um, exceed um, that's a tough one I, I think it was a good season I know early on we had uh, some injuries like Cassim was actually out for an early part of the season so he kind of got a, a late start to his progression um, but I think we started you know, performing well as the season went on. Um, as far as the conference and county goes, I, I don't know if it exceeded, but it kind of went where I expected us to go based on the returners from other teams. Um, I know if you ask these three, they're going to say that they hope for a little more at the state level. Um, but I think, you know, they're all back as juniors and seniors now. And I think that left them a little hungry uh, and wanting to prepare uh, very hard for what became an extended summer training session.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: Okay. Uh, my question. This is for Zachary. Uh, you were the team's top performer. Uh, you were the top performer at both the Greystone Invitational and the Stewart Memorial. Um, number one, were you happy with those performances? And what are your expectations specifically for yourself this year?
11: Well, of course, um, I was happy.
1: So before the season last year, I set the goal to break 17 minutes, and I ended up doing that at sectionals. So I was very proud of myself for doing that. Um, personally, my goals this year, um, I hope to run a sub 16, 5k, um, even if I could get under 1545, that would be amazing. Um, and I'm just like really excited to race. I'm glad the season is not going to be canceled, that it's happening and I'm excited. So, yeah.
2: I have Thank to you. tell you, when I hear you guys, you know, mention your times and i looking at your, uh, you know, stats online, it's it's amazing, the, the, uh, the, the running you guys do and the, the times, it's, it's so impressive, so I just had to, had to get that in there. Um, Kasim, um, did I say your name correctly, Kasim? Yes. Yes, okay. Um, Your coach mentioned you had an injury early in the 2019 season. So I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. Were you able to overcome that injury and return to top form by season's end?
12: So in the beginning of the season, I uh, actually ended up having Achilles tendonitis. Mm -hmm. And I feel that that was uh, kind of a large detriment to my progress throughout the season because I had all this prior training through Um, through the summer and then the beginning of the fall and I was reaching like a peak level in my performance and all of a sudden I felt this injury in my like towards the bottom of my leg and in my ankle and then my Achilles area and uh, the injury ended up leaving me um, unable to practice for two weeks and after returning back from the injury I felt that I was having trouble recovering back to my original level of fitness like physically and mentally so I do feel that towards the end of the season when we had the important championship meets like counties and sectionals, I wasn't able to perform where I, was, uh, where I was hoping to, but hopefully this year I'm much more healthy, definitely watching out for any injuries, making sure I'm stretching and going on my distance runs, so hopefully I'll be able to avoid having any injuries this season.
2: I was kind of my, my follow-up question for you a little bit was sometimes those can be, um, you know, I'm sure maybe it gave you a little extra motivation heading into this season. Have you felt like, uh, felt that way about recovering from that injury?
12: Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely hope that all of my, uh, all of my training prior to the season will be able to pay off in uh, every way that I hope without having the, uh, the um, impediment of an injury.
2: I so hope good luck and stay healthy <laughs> thank
0: you and uh, my last question is for Evan um, cross country is a sport where you just need mental toughness um, explain to the audience uh, your training regimen
11: uh, well uh, starting over this spring to summer break I have been uh, increasing my distance by a lot so uh, most of my training is having to deal with going on long runs a lot of it alone because of COVID and lockdown and that's really increased my uh, mental fortitude over the months. It's very difficult to go on long runs for hours and hours over the week running alone um, and it generally translates over well to races and faster paced things when you're able to uh, get in that mental strength in uh, earlier in the season uh i was i've also been doing a lot of distance uh i had been doing a lot of distance before covid uh just that was one of the things that i think set me apart from uh other people on the team i'd go for long long distance runs and i think this translated over very well into my races even if i didn't have the most raw speed i had the ability to just keep going and that is definitely because of the amount of mental ability that you get out of going for those long runs alone uh, earlier in the season. How long? <laughs> uh, anywhere from six on a normal day up to 10, 11, 12, even higher on a long run. Wow. By the way,
0: before the show, Coach Befuko, uh said he's going to run with you guys. He's going to run the same <laughs> distance. So uh,
1: I we want to see that live. We'll live stream that and Three see is if my that happens. Max. Three miles is my max. So. And that's a normal they race card. I see them run in the summer, and I don't know. I'm a little intimidated that's by That's it. That. <laughs> I'm not, not going to get involved.
2: Coach K, heading into the 2020 season, what are your goals and expectations for your team?
10: Um, well, one, I, I think we all want to make it through the season and get all our competitions in and all these guys missed out on last spring. So, so they definitely know what that feels like. Um, as far as performance, uh, this season going to look a little different because as of now, it looks like we're going to have just some, some dual meets and then sectional championship. So I, my goals, you know, coming out of last season were to, to finish higher, you know, top three at conference and counties and top five at sectionals, um, you know we're not gonna i don't think we're gonna have a counties or conference meet this year but at sectionals we definitely want to build on what we did last year and I, I think even though we lost some people to graduation i think these guys are have been very hungry and training very hard and uh, i think these will be our top three leading us to a better finish this year
2: nice we're gonna move into um a little Part of the show we like to call Rapid Fire. Um, we're just going to give you some fun, quick questions. I'm kind of keeping a tally of the first two, so we'll give a Milburn total at the end. Um, and uh, your athletic director, Mr. Bufuco, sitting it out until the last one because he is sitting on the whole thing. So I don't want you to think that I'm skipping him. All right. So you up first with your first? Yeah. Question? Just uh, if
0: you can just give me the, give the guys the order that you're oh, going yes, to so do. Oh yeah. So
2: sorry. We're going to go Coach K, Kasim, Zach, and then Evan.
0: Okay, first rapid fire question. Adidas, Nike, or Under Armour? Nike.
2: Cassine.
12: Oh, uh, Nike. (laughs) Nike. (laughs) Nike. Ooh,
2: all right, clean sweep. All right, the next one is um, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, or Chick-fil-A?
10: Ooh, that last one threw me for a loop. But I think I have to go Wendy's.
2: Chick-fil-A.
11: chick fil Probably McDonald's. All right.
0: First McDonald's tonight.
2: McDonald's is on the board. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When
0: training, especially if you're doing a long distance run, you have headphones on. Give me something that's on your that's uh, that you're listening to in your headphones.
10: Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, I just have a random mix of music on there from some songs back from when I was in college warming up for my own races. I can't even think of a specific
12: song right now. Okay. <laughs>
10: That's a fail right there. <laughs>
2: That's fine. all uh, right.
12: I would just say any mix of Eminem songs, just motivational Eminem.
1: I listen to a lot of rock music. I've also been listening to, like, you guys know Rich Brian? Like a rapper? He's I an know.
0: Party. No. <laughs>
2: Now, I'm, now I feel old. <laughs>
0: but we'll check it out, though. Exactly. Tell you, we'll, we'll check I it, it out. I will look that up. Just kidding. If that's a hip thing to do, exactly we'll get it on. If I on. need
2: to put it in my headphones, it'll make me run faster. I'm going to use it. <laughs> and Evan, how about you? Uh, a lot of Journey. Oh, nice. Oh, We've got a nice little eclectic we know there. Yeah, exactly. We that we know. Um, so my last rapid-fire question for you guys is, um, in what weather do you prefer to run in? Uh
10: Cool, crisp fall weather.
12: I would also say cool fall weather.
11: Same. Um, fifty degrees. I feel like it's like the perfect temperature to run in, especially in the morning. Nice. Yeah, fifty
2: to sixty. Nice. Okay. Very nice. Well, guys, it was an absolute pleasure to have you join us this evening. I know we had some uh, – we're just meeting with everyone really quickly. Hopefully we get to follow up with you throughout the season maybe, see how you guys are doing. Um, we hope a full season comes to fruition, Coach K, just like you had expressed as well. So Most best important. of luck to you yes, guys. Yes, good luck, stay guys. Stay
3: healthy. Good luck and be Thank well. You. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank Okay, next up we have the
2: Milburn High School football team. I'd like to welcome to the panel Coach Dreschel and his two players, Jake and Luke. If I have Milburn High School's football team, I'd like to welcome to the panel. If If I have uh, mispronounced anybody's names, just uh, feel free to correct me. Coach, did I pronounce you okay? I just
0: wanna do a quick overview of you guys from 2019. I just want to make sure we're getting a little echo. Okay. 2019 overview, 7-3. and three. Two of those losses by a combined four points in an insanely tough North Group 4 bracket. Seven and three. Guys are looking group for your first playoff combined win. Four points in an ins- I'm not sure if someone has an echo on. Okay, go ahead.
2: Uh Coach Dreschel, my uh I'm sorry, we're having a little audio difficulty, so I apologize. Um you took no problem. over you took over at the helm in twenty sixteen and since then you guys have improved dramatically. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey from uh, a one and nine team in twenty sixteen to a seven and three squad in twenty nineteen?
9: Uh yeah. Um, you know, I, I actually worked uh under Coach Leonardis, the previous head coach, um, for two seasons and then um you know had the opportunity when he stepped down to take over the program uh in 2016 and um you know i think the the biggest thing for for me when i took over was um you know getting getting the the numbers uh in the program back up and starting from there um you know we we were targeting multi multi multi-sport athletes um you know and just trying to find a bunch of competitors not, not necessarily football players right off the bat and um you know, I think that's where we've been successful, um, in, in getting our numbers, you know, across the board around, you know, 55 or 60 players. Um, you know, when we were maybe closer to 30 or 40 players early on. So, um, you know, in, in football, you need some depth. Uh, so players don't all have to go two ways and we've been able to create that, um, you know, and we're looking to continue on this year. Um, you know, not having so many two way players and, uh, you know, just encouraging kids to play multi sports, and you know we've seen the benefit across the board, not just on the football team, but on on, on all the athletics.
2: Nice, very
0: nice. Uh This is for Jake. You guys come off a very successful seven and three season, but a very tough loss to Bel Belville late in the season, late in the game.
8: Does that loss motivate you even more going into the season? I mean, absolutely. Um, it's just everyone was pretty upset after that, and it's just such a a gut-wrenching feeling and having your season end that way especially so I mean everyone's just gonna come in like a little different this year and we all have that like in the back of our minds and just focused on this year and hopefully we just keep going.
2: And uh, my question is for Luke coming off uh, the most successful season in recent Milburn football history uh, the next step for you guys I would imagine is making those playoffs right and what would it mean to you to actually get to the playoffs and of course even get that first round victory?
13: Uh, I mean everything, you know. Coming from two years ago, we were uh, freshmen or sophomore. We were five and five, and then last year seven and three. So it feels like it's we keep you know climbing up those stairs, and unfortunately failed. We got to the playoffs, but hopefully this is the year we sort of get there. And we lost a lot of seniors, so we're trying to prove a lot of people wrong. So uh, us seniors got to step up this year to uh, make the most of it. So looking forward to it.
0: Okay, and then uh, real quick, we're going to go Luke, Jake, and then we'll go with Coach. Uh, What are your goals and expectations for this 2020 season?
13: Um, My goals are, uh, you know, hopefully just have a great year as a team. You know, we are real close, and we just want to be the most successful team we can be. Like I said, coming off such a great year last year, a lot is expected of us, and we're going to try to achieve those goals. And as seniors, we have to come together and be leaders and uh, lead our team onto the field.
8: Um, Yeah, like we mentioned before, um, I mean, I think our whole team's main goal is really just make the playoffs and that's what we've been trying to do the last two years. And I mean, it just means so much to us um, if we can do that our senior year to be able to lead this team to the playoffs. Okay, coach.
9: Um, Yeah, I mean, the season's gonna look a little bit different, Um, you know, I know Jake and, and, and uh, Luke mentioned playoffs. You know, the playoffs are going to be a little bit of a different format this year because um, there is, is not a true traditional postseason play uh, as there's been in past years. So, you know, I, I think for, for me, uh, it's just continuing to see this program grow. And, and, and you know, I, I don't always measure that by wins and losses. You know, and, and I think we've been fortunate enough to, you know, last two years, uh, win some of those close games that we have lost in the past, and you know, we're. St- I think as a program, we're still learning how to win, uh, and making that become more of a culture than you know, like a, like a shock. Um, so, you know, we're just, you know, looking to continue to build that winning culture and uh, you know, be competitive on a weekly basis, and you know, just keep building off the success that we've been fortunate enough to have the last couple of seasons.
2: Okay. Nice. And before we get into our uh, little portion we like to call rapid fire um you know uh kurt and i were talking with mr bifuko before the show began and you know he was mentioning how he's spoken to each sports team about i guess kind of the uh the privilege of being able to play this season you know and i guess my question for luke and jake is as seniors and i'm not sure if you played a a spring sport where unfortunately your season was ultimately canceled but um you know looking at the perspective of we're lucky to have this season. We're virtual. We're not in school, but we're still allowed to play. Like, what are you guys kind of as as senior leaders on the team in your final season, how are you trying to, um, you know, positively influence the rest of your teammates maybe to make socially responsible decisions off of the field?
13: Uh, yeah, it's definitely weird. Uh, everything's different now, and we just uh, – everyone has to know that all it takes is one to mess for everyone to get ruined. So uh, we just – got to be careful you know off the field so we can have our senior season so
8: yeah I mean um my like baseball season in the spring was uh canceled as you guys said and it just it was really horrible and I just saw like how how much it affected the seniors so like even us being seniors in football this our last year um for probably most of us or if not all of us this last time playing the sport and so like even one person who messes up like Luke said that's that could be two weeks off and just ruin the entire season. So we're really trying to stay safe. Good,
2: good, good. good. Like, I hope uh, hope it you know works out well. So our next portion we like to call rapid fire. We just have a couple quick questions that we're going to ask you guys. We're going to go Coach, then Luke, then Jake. And I'm kind of keeping a running tally on a couple of these. We're going to give a Milburn total. And our first question is coming from Kurt.
0: First question, Under Armour, Adidas, or Nike?
2: Uh,
9: Nike.
2: Luke?
13: Yeah.
2: Which one? Uh oh, same question. Oh, oh Sorry. Nike. <laughs> Nike. Nike.
8: Sure. Yeah, definitely Nike.
0: They all answered it because they're all wearing the Nike hoodies. That's so, You know, right. Melbourne right. with the well, Nike. Well That's
8: it. You know? there. <laughs> That's, that's
0: Mr. Bufuco's doing. That's it. That's <laughs> it. But Mr. Bufuco's wearing an Adidas jacket while we're, you know, a shirt while we're
1: doing the interview. It was that's, the first thing I could find. That's, the, that's, <laughs> the, soc- that's the soccer in him. There it is. There it is. Uh,
2: All right. Our next question is: McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, or Chick Fil A?
9: Ah. Uh, do I have to pick one? uh, Ch- uh Chick Fil A. Okay. I'm going
8: Chick Fil A as well. Uh, me too.
2: We just or just a little I'm early running. Paid. Nike and Chick Fil A are running yeah. away with it, Milburn. <laughs> all right,
0: favorite NFL football team: Giants, Patriots,
13: uh, Giants. All
2: right, and prediction for a Super Bowl champion:
13: I'm going repeat Chiefs, Buccaneers.
1: 49ers. Oh, all right. Okay. All right. Well represented. Luke, are you a, a Tom Brady fan or are you a, a
13: Patriots fan? I'm Brady fan, as you can tell right here. Uh,
0: <laughs> there's I'll tell you this, Luke. There's not a lot of Tom Brady on that wall. I could just tell you yeah, that right Brady's now. We, there,
2: we do have him being tackled. Yeah, I got him a lot tack Anytime Denver
0: beat him, he's on the wall. So that's the Tom Brady in this house. <laughs>
2: All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was an absolute pleasure to meet you and have you. We wish you nothing but the best for this season, and hopefully we'll be able to follow up with you guys throughout and see how Absolutely. your, your season luck. is going. Absolutely. Good
0: luck. Stay safe. And good thank luck. you, guys. Right. Thanks for having thank us. See right. Friday, boys,
2: right? Guys, have a good Have a good day, boys.
3: Okay. All right. Next, we would like, like to welcome
2: the girls field hockey team from Millburn High School. We have with us Coach Sarah Polino. We also have Olivia and Katie. Is it Regan or Regan girls? I don't want to mispronounce it. Regan. Regan thing. I mispronounced it one of the ways. And Megan Boehm. So welcome, guys. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And just a little quick recap of the 2019 season. You guys finished 16-6 and six overall. You were 13-4 uh, and four in your division of the Essex Union Field Hockey League. Um, and you um, advanced to the Group 3 North 2 uh, sectional semifinals. So congratulations on a nice 2019 season. Thank you. Okay, uh, my first question is for Coach Polino. You took over the program in 2012, and since the first two seasons, you've consistently made it to the state sectional semifinals. You reached the sectional title game in 2016 and uh, won the sectional championship in 2018. My question
14: for you is how have you cultivated, um, you know, the Milburn field hockey culture? I think uh, through, to be honest, uh, the twins that are on here right now, their mother is kind of responsible for the youth program. So I'm sure she's listening right now. Uh, but I think that was huge is just these, these girls were so young when I first took over for the head job. Um, and I remember them coming into my camps and seeing them as as young girls and they've kind of gone through the program. and. You know their love for the sport and passing it on to the younger kids has been huge um and when i took over in 2012 there were a bunch of girls there also who just kind of took field hockey on and it was their number one thing their number one sport Um, and they really uh they coached the younger girls and it was a huge uh what am i looking for mentorship i think uh for the younger girls so i think that that had a huge impact on the whole program Nice,
3: very
0: nice. Okay. Uh Coach Polino, I just want to say hello and um hello. I know I uh I hear a lot about you guys at work from uh <laughs> from Jeff. So, you know, it's it's great meeting you and uh I hope Jeff. Jeff's watching tonight. So, he uh,
14: is I do see him watching. Okay, good, good. He
0: does prop the um the field hockey team along with a lot of the uh athletics at Milburn. So, uh Right.
3: <laughs> just wanted
0: to give him a shout out. My questions for um Katie and Olivia, uh, obviously you guys are twin sisters. You probably played together for years. I have two questions. First one, do you guys have that sense? Like that twin sense of knowing of, you know, what each other is going to do on the field while you guys are playing?
15: Yeah. A lot of the times when we're playing, we don't even have to talk to each other or even like look up. We just like know where, where each other is on the field and we can just like connect.
2: Yeah. Now you guys are midfielders. Is that correct? Yeah. And you you play side by side?
15: This the past season we played like front and back. Okay. And then the season we played side by side. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. We got okay. a
0: comment coming in from Maureen Reagan saying nice shout out to Lisa Reagan. <laughs> so and then part part two of that question is um siblings especially sisters can be hard on each other. So do you guys hold each other more accountable on the field?
15: Uh, I think so. But it's always like out of love. Like we would never get mad at each other. We also have a younger sister who plays, so I think that relationship is a little bit different. But <laughs> yeah. We have like the inner competition. Like we always yeah. want to
2: compete against each other.
3: But That's it's probably- all for fun. Yeah. And a
2: healthy, a healthy competition. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and my question is for Megan. Uh, Megan, your varsity totals to date include sixty-three goals and thirty-seven assists. Your scoring output has like consistently increased each season, but you've also doled out a lot of assists, which you know speaks to the fact that you distribute the ball as well. So my question is, what have you done in the off-season to kind of hone your skills and improve your game?
16: Um, well, I play on a club team, Spartan New Spartans, with the Regans and a lot of other, of the other girls. That are on the Melbourne team as well. I think just like keeping up the practice and also individual work, trying to figure out my own skill set, and then like working with other people, like using that those skills and work with other people and like be successful that
2: way. So. Nice. And if I'm not mistaken, do you have a sister on the team also? Yeah, my sister. younger sister. Oh, so let's yeah. uh let's ask the sibling rivalry question there. How are you how are you guys on the I've I've coached sisters as well and I feel like it goes either way. They're either like incredibly hard on each other or there's like, you know, the uh the, the compassion. So how are you and your sister on the field?
16: Um I think we're a little bit of both. Um we definitely push <laughs> each other to like work harder and especially last year we were both um forwards together. So we worked really well communicating and um passing up and down the
0: field together. So
2: it was really nice. Nice, very nice.
0: Okay, um, Maureen's also saying great interview, Katie and Livy. <laughs> um, this question is for the entire panel. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna go, Katie, Olivia, Megan, and then Coach will finish it off. What are your What is your um, 2020 outlook for the team?
15: Um, I definitely think it's probably just give everything you got every single game. Like especially this year, it's gonna look a lot different. So you never know what's gonna happen. You never know, like. What's gonna, if it's going to be your last game so I think you should play every game like it's your last and give it 100% all the time
7: mm-hmm.
15: yeah same with me I think that it's really important this year to like give everything you have each game and especially because it's our senior year we want to like make sure it's a good one but I think all of us are just really grateful to have a season this year and we're just happy to be on the field playing together one last time
16: yeah, I definitely am grateful that we're having a season and I'm really confident that we're going to do well this year because I know a lot of a lot of girls have been working hard this summer and I'm just excited to see everyone again and to get back on the
0: field.
14: Nice. And coach? I think um, for me, I think having a season is the is key. <laughs> uh, but really Really having um, a great, successful, and fun season for these seniors especially. These three on the screen have been with me since their freshman year on the varsity team, so um, it's extra special for them. We have a lot of seniors this year, uh, so I know they're all anxious to get back out there and just do the best they can. And I I think them coming out there is gonna be different this year as well, just knowing that the spring sports didn't happen. Um, And then anything could happen at this point and just I I feel like they're all going to come out there with 100% intensity day one. Awesome. Very
2: nice. Our next little segment we like to call rapid fire and we've done it with uh, each group. We have two common questions that we're asking all of the Milburn panelists this evening and I'll give a a total at the end. They're just quick questions. So we're going to go right down the row. We'll go Megan. Megan uh, Katie, Olivia, and then coach. So you can just kind of answer. Boom, boom, boom.
0: Okay. First one, Under Armour, Nike, or Adidas? Nike. Yeah. Nike.
14: Nike. I think Mr. Bufugo converted me to Nike, so. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm
2: sensing, I'm sensing uh, there's a Milburn Nike, Nike,
3: arm, Nike connection. <laughs>
2: now we're all Nike. Yep. That's it. Right. <laughs> all right. Next one is McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, or Chick-fil-A? Wendy's. Yeah, I like Wendy's.
15: Yeah, I'm going to go with Wendy's, too. <laughs> yeah.
14: None, but I guess Wendy's. Okay. <laughs> okay if you
0: guys could, if you guys could celebrate a goal like soccer style if you guys score um what would you do
16: um I don't know uh we all like usually like,
15: cuddle up into like a group and like hit our sticks together I know sometimes when Megan scores a goal she likes to jump really
14: high
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, coach?
14: Uh, for soccer style? For yeah, a, like yeah, a soccer, I mean, yeah. Touchdown, Yeah, like touchdown,
0: yes. celebration, <laughs> anything <laughs> like that.
14: I think the girls caught me in, in the best picture of my life uh, <laughs> last year when we scored against West Essex. Uh, so they they weren't hesitant on posting that picture in lots of different places with my terrible face. <laughs> Very nice. Coach Polino
2: right. can
1: jump real high on goals even when she's not playing and coaching. There you go. A lot of aerial shots of her.
2: And uh, the last question for our rapid fire is your most memorable Milburn High School field hockey moment to date.
16: Um winning state sections one of the sophomores two years ago.
15: Nice. Yeah, I'd have to agree. It's definitely like
14: it stands out for sure. Yeah, same. That was <laughs> A great day. <laughs> Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with these two as well. I think that was definitely the most emotional day. Oh, day. Nice. Okay, well, that's a, well a just win it again man.
0: this year, exactly. if you're, and then you have another <laughs> exactly. one. That's it.
14: <laughs> two memorable moments. <laughs> now, coach,
0: how does it affect you guys with um, playoffs with uh, field hockey? Because I know it's a little different than the other sports. Is The same thing with you guys.
14: Little different. Uh, there's no counties, obviously, uh, and the states are going to look a little bit different, just in how they're going to group everything in the sections. Um, so we're still kind of waiting on how that's going to look but i I mean everyone's going to be a little different
2: okay nice well girls thank you so much and coach for coming on this evening it was a pleasure to have you and meet you and we hope we can get to follow up with you throughout the season and see how your 2020 senior campaign is going good absolutely thank you
1: guys
14: thank you so much for having us no problem
2: thank you
3: you guys get to come friday yeah Yeah, we're ready Okay. Hello, everyone. Next, we would like to
2: welcome the girls' tennis team from Milburn High School. Hi, guys. Thanks for coming on. We have with us Coach Wick. We have, uh, please forgive me if I mispronounce anybody's names, okay? And you can uh, definitely correct me so I can say them correctly. Anna Bonzel, Ratika Mishra, and Jessica Reeveman. How did I do, guys? Did I say them correctly? If not, I apologize. Okay, so thank You're you for being here. I did well. All right, good. Thank you. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> no practice. That was for no practice. I know. That's the tough thing about admitting people midway through. I don't get to do that pronunciation check at the beginning. So um I like to just give a little brief overview of not just your twenty nineteen season coach and players, but really the you know. I want to highlight the last decade of, of Milburn tennis. Um, you know, last year, 2019, you guys finished 18 and 3, going to the Group 3 finals. You're 12 and 1 in your uh, division of the Super Essex Conference. Um, prior to that, you guys, in from 2010 to 2019, you've been to 10 Group 3 finals. You have nine Group 3 championships. You've been to eight Tournament of Champion finals and you've won the Tournament of Champions seven times, and prior to this season, six uh, consecutive championships. Your record in that decade is 240 wins and seven losses. So uh, congratulations, Uh, that is uh, just, quite a feat absolutely. so impressive it's a testament I'm sure to how hard you guys work so um I just wanted our audience to know just you know what a strong program you guys have at, at Milburn High School yes
0: absolutely and again one of the um not just most successful tennis programs any program in the state of New Jersey absolutely. so um you're again just questions for coach your program's record and titles they speak for themselves a uh, very simple question how do you guys do it
7: uh A lot of hard work, obviously, uh, on everyone's part, not, not just the players, not just myself, but the parents, the administration, everyone's, uh, doing their part. So everyone has the opportunity to be the best they can. Um, what's even more impressive though, with with all that, all the success on the court is they are amazing students too. Uh, their, their academics are probably better than their tennis in, in most cases. And, uh, and that's phenomenal. And, and more importantly than that is they're just amazing young ladies to be around and be with. They, they fight for each other. They work with each other. They help each other. So it's, it's wonderful all around. And, and when you have that kind of uh, support system with each other, the school, the parents, you know, it makes uh, the rest of it kind of easy um, as far as putting the pieces into place.
2: Nice. Um, my question is for Ratika. Um, as freshmen and sophomores, you guys, you know, you didn't lose a single a single game. You guys finish with a tournament of champion championships each of those seasons. And your junior season, you lose three matches, which is still a phenomenal season. Um, but for you guys, is that motivating you heading into your final senior season?
17: Um. Yeah. So. Like after we lost our first we all just came together as like a team. I think added that we needed to um, do better and because I don't know, we weren't used to losing. It kind of felt like, it kind of felt like super sad and put ourselves to like a higher standard. So I think this next season, the coming season is gonna be much better, hopefully. Nice. okay
0: my questions for uh, jessica and anna you guys can both answer this um as we've been saying throughout the night uh, with you guys the um the girls tennis program is you know held to a hot, very high standard um how do you guys handle the pressure
18: it can be a lot i know i started starting my sophomore year and just like it was a lot of pressure that year, as like one of the younger players, and I'd like I played first doubles, so it was like kind of a big role. But we we're a very like close knit team. We rely a lot on each other. We're there for each other, and we always communicate with each other. And during our matches, we support each other. So I think because we have such like great communication and such a great team, it's a lot. It's not as much pressure as it like should be.
19: Um, yeah, and to add on to what Anna was saying as well, um, not only are team dynamics really strong, so it um, makes the team overall an enjoyable experience, but also I don't even think we put that level of pressure on ourselves during our matches, because yes, of course, we wanna win, and this past year, even though we didn't get to the same level that we did in the past, um, for us, I don't think our main goal has ever been to win. It's to just to do your best in every match and to be there to support your teammates. Um. So, yeah, even though there is pressure, I don't think it's affected our team in any way. Awesome.
7: God,
2: that's a good, healthy could, outlook. Could I chime know. in on that for Absolutely. a
7: second? Absolutely. <laughs> um, course. I'm glad Jess said it, that we, 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 our goal is not to win. Our goal is to be better than we were at the end of the day than when we started it. And if we take care of those little things and strive to improve, well, we're going to give ourselves the best opportunity to be successful at the end of the day, whether we won or we just made improvements in the score. So, and and Jess and Anna, as far as pressure, they were put in two in situations, each one of them, Anna started um, doubles with the state doubles champion. That was her partner. And I believe they won the state doubles champion that year. I could be wrong. Yes, no, maybe so. No, we did. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I get confused because it was like six years the doubles team won in a row and was year was a, a partner with a new partner. And Jessica, Five minutes before the uh, tournament champions finals uh, or semifinals, I apologize, uh, one of the starters got sick and couldn't play. So, with five minutes' notice, Jessica got the call to go in and play at second doubles. Um, so, that's dealing with some great pressure yeah. uh, there. But again, it's not about winning, it's just going out and, and doing your best. We're going to support you um, no matter what the score is, and, and we're going to do the best we can. Now coach, uh, get off script real quick. Are you the, you're the boys tennis coach too? Uh, I was the boys tennis coach for, I don't know, maybe 15, 16 years. Okay. And I stepped down last year cause my daughter was competing in gymnastics and I wanted to make sure I could be a great daddy. Um, and it was going to be difficult to be a great daddy and a great tennis coach. <laughs> so I actually I took the year off. I was the, the assistant coach, co-coach and, uh, another coach stepped in did a great job but I'm going back this year because I found that I can work both together uh, being a great daddy and there you you go
0: there you go so what so um, what were your feelings because obviously that's a spring sport so that that sport did not finish correct you guys so you know as a coach like looking now and seeing like you know, the seniors on that, you know, seniors on the boys team that they did not get to finish their season. And now you get to do it where it was definitely an uncertainty, you know, uncertainty if there was going to be a fall sports season or not. And now that you guys can do it, what, what were your feelings as a coach by seeing both sides of it?
7: Well, I guess I was very sad for, for the seniors, for the boys, you playing in simple that they, they've worked so hard. Some of them never started. And this, this was their opportunity to start, and get playing time. Um, and for, for them not to be able to have a season was very disappointing, uh, personally. And also, I, I just thoroughly love being around the athletes, being out on the tennis courts, my favorite part of my day, being out there laughing, having fun, working hard, rewards for, for the effort. Um, and now this year with the girls, I, I'm, I'm skept, uh, optimistically cautious or cautiously optimistic that we're gonna have some kind of a season Uh, And again, if we don't, I'll be so disappointed for them, uh, selfishly for myself that I don't get to go out there and spend the time with them. Uh, I don't know how, if it's canceled, how they would have a spring season unless uh, I just have no idea. And then in that case we have two tennis seasons going on at the same time and and one head tennis coach, uh, Mr. Bifuco will have to step in and and wear his tennis hat and
1: volleyball hat.
2: He's already running cross country. Yeah. yeah, He's running cross country. He's got a lot going on. (laughs) He's been offered up a lot this evening. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we hope, we definitely hope that the, uh, as you do as well, for all of your sakes, that the the season does come to fruition. Um, My question is for the entire panel. We'll go, um, Anna, Ratika, Jesse, and then Coach will finish with you. Um, what's your outlook for the twenty twenty season coming up? Go
3: ahead, oh, Anna. No.
2: Yep, your first,
18: I'm Anna. Good. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um. Uh. Well, I'm like Coach Rick was saying. I'm like cautiously optimistic. I know a lot has changed. Like we're not having individual tournaments and we're not having counties. But as usual, like the most important thing is to win as a team, and and to like improve as a team and because of that I I'm like pretty hopeful we have our season we have some of the state tournament and I feel like because we've all worked so hard during the off season this year motivated by like last season that we can do a lot better hopefully and I'm just like hoping everything goes well this season and at least we have at least part of it
2: Ritiga. Oh, it looks like she might have frozen on so. us. Um,
17: oh, there I'm she pretty is. <laughs> up. Can
7: happen. You're frozen. Um,
17: I'm pretty. Am I frozen?
7: Yeah, so we can hear you. We can hear
17: yeah. you though. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm pretty often for this. The more socially distanced, like, sport and even if you play doubles like you don't really have to so um i just think that like if we were to have a season like i'd be like i think everyone's really excited and and like jesse and i and all the rest of the team work so hard and i think that we're like we've become like super competitive and we've all like trained with each other in the off season and even though we're not gonna have like some of our tournament i'm just like getting there's like, fun just even Just like
19: hearing Wick give speeches is like fun because we're all together.
2: (laughs) And uh, Jesse, how about you? Um,
19: Yeah, I'm really excited for a season. Honestly, towards the beginning of the pandemic, I was really unsure if we were going to have any semblance of a season. But now that we're getting closer to the start of it, and even though, yeah, we're not having the same um, types of tournaments that we normally do, at least we do have... Um, Anna Ratika and I do have some senior season that can wrap up our tennis careers at the high school. So I'm really excited for that. And also um, because last year wasn't our um, best season with victory wise, but um, I'm excited. So hopefully we can have a comeback this year and win again.
2: (laughs) Nice. And coach, you want to give uh, your final thoughts on a 2020 outlook?
7: Uh, Yeah, sure. The, you know, Hopefully, we don't have to go through another season of the pandemic, or if we do, Mr. Bifuco might have the same haircut as myself. Um, (laughs) As far as the outlook, it's the same as every year. I take one practice at a time, one day at a time, one player at a time. There's new players coming in. I don't don't know their names to their faces right now. Typically, we have someone that will come in and, and help out the varsity, whether they're starting or whether they're a support player. Uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm so thankful that the administration and and the NJSIAA and everyone's working to, to be able to have a season and and really trying and also to keep everyone safe, which is the most important thing. Um, and as far as, you know, the, the results of the season, the results will be, will be the best we can be, whatever the record is, because, um, we're going to, we're going to work hard to improve every day. Uh, you know, people think, well, we were 18 or 19 and three last year, whatever we were, and, oh, it was a rebuilding year. You had a down year. I mean, I think most people will say if they, they ended the season 18 or 19 and three, they would I'd be doing cartwheels. Absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. yeah, Absolutely. So, <laughs> um, you know, I'm a very fortunate person. I'm I'm, I'm in a, a, a great district where people are putting the effort and time in. And, and this, again, the support from the administration and the parents is just wonderful. And apparently someone likes my speeches at practice. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to have at least one person. (laughs) You
2: need that positive feedback. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Before we finish, we do a little quick segment we like to call rapid fire. So we have... Four quick questions. We're actually keeping a little running tally tonight on uh, some of your answers, so we can get a Milburn total. So, as I ask, we're just gonna go right through the panel. So, Coach, we'll start with you. Then we'll go Anna, Ratika, and then Jesse. So, you're up okay. First.
0: first question: Adidas, Nike, or Under Armour?
2: Nike.
17: Nike. 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 Wow! Is
0: Coach <laughs> Bufuko making know. you guys say this tonight? <laughs> No. <laughs> and I'm wearing a I a I know, I know, but
2: <laughs> Nike is running yeah, away. Yeah, Nike is running time. away. All right, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's or Chick-fil-A? Uh
7: McDonald's.
19: Wendy's? Um Wendy's. Definitely Chick-fil-A.
0: I got to say this on the fast food. It's like the Milburn, they eat good. Like they, they don't want to answer that question. It's like they want salads, sandwiches. It's, it's I want it all for them. On there. <laughs> all right. Favorite professional tennis player of all time?
7: Roger Federer.
18: Nadal. Nadal. Uh, Federer.
2: Oh, nice. Very nice. Okay. And my question for you guys, and Coach, you can talk about you know your coaching style for this question, or when you were a player. Um, describe your like pregame style. Are you like quiet and focused? Do you like to put on music?
7: Uh, if we had music that worked, I would probably <laughs> put that on. But um, my my pregame style is just to go over you know the plans of what we're doing. It, most importantly, is to be out on the court hitting and like you're playing a match. You should be playing points before your match starts so you're ready to play and go right away and uh just to be loose and have fun i I don't think uh, i'm too intense or i'm not asleep either but uh (laughs) i think we're out there preparing i might be cracking a joke too here and there
18: (laughs) yeah i get super energetic right before match and then i get like and then i i play double so i have Par- conversations with my partner about like either strategy or just like random stuff. I just need to like start talking to someone to calm myself down. um,
2: um
17: I think like before matches, um, usually Paulina and I will just like, or Paulina, Veda, who's the second singles, and I would hit or like, I don't know, we we kind of like like, this girl who came into our season last year kind of brought it and like it kind of helps with nerves. And we just I think like the routine is what makes it less makes it like better.
2: Nice. And Jesse, how about you?
19: Um, yeah, I'm a pretty talkative person, so when I get nervous, I just talk even more and more. So I just um I just talked to the rest of our teammates and sort of get all my nerves out so that when I get on the court, I'm ready to play so I can do my best.
2: Nice, very nice. Well, girls, it was an absolute pleasure, and coach, I'm sorry, to have you guys on the panel this evening. Best of luck to you. Again, we hope this season starts and finishes, and we hope that we can definitely uh, you know, check in with you throughout the season and see how you guys are making out.
0: Yes, thank you, guys. Good luck.
7: Thank you. Wonderful.
3: Good night, everybody. See you on Monday. Good night, Night, guys. Thanks so much Um, for coming. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, next we are
2: welcoming our boys' soccer team from Milburn High School. We have with us on the panel this evening Coach Robinson, and he's joined by his players Alex Marks, Zach Barr, Jason Mazer, Alfie Smith, and Blake Weissman. Welcome, guys.
0: How's it going? Welcome, guys. And uh, just a quick overview, and when we say overview, I mean it's big-time overview. <laughs> 2019, 13-4-3. Group three state champs, their fifth state championship title for Milburn, 1986, 87, 2008, 2012, and now 2019. So, uh, obviously, congratulations on that last year. Thank you. Um, Thank you. We're going to go over real quick the road to the state title, quarterfinals beat Cologne. I mean, a lot of close games, which, I mean, must be exciting. Uh, quarterfinals beat Colonial. Semif- state, uh, sectional semifinals beat West Morris, one nothing. North two, Group three, sectional final beat Cliffside Park penalty kicks. Group semis you beat a tough Montville team, one nothing. And then the state championship defeated Wall uh, in penalty kicks, three two in penalty kicks. So again, congratulations. Um, you you guys must have been super psyched up from that <laughs> last year. Probably still super psyched this year, and uh, nothing like a state title.
2: All right, yeah. my, first, yeah. my first question is for Coach Robinson. You guys actually end the 2018 season with a heartbreaking loss to um, Ocean Township in the group three finals. As tough as that must have been for you, looking back, would you say that that experience that you gained from that loss, um, you know, a loss of that magnitude, fueled you in
4: 2019? Uh, I'm supposed to say yes, right? <laughs> You can say whatever you want on this program. Uh, No, you know, I mean, obviously, yes. uh, I've had sort of the luxury of having pretty good experiences in my life. So I was lucky enough to lose a national championship my sophomore year of college. So losing a state championship could uh, always be worse, I suppose. (laughs) Um, But, uh, you know, I mean we, we really attack it the same way every year. Uh, I'm, you asked me that question, but every one of these guys was on the field for most of that game as a sophomore. Um, so, you know, to say that I was deeply disappointed, I was definitely, uh, excited about the next couple of years, uh, because I knew these guys were going to be juniors and seniors. Um, so, you know, it's a mixed bag. If like coach Wick was talking about, you know, you, you, you feel for the seniors um I really try to tell every year every team that you know it's their team I'm just the coach of it uh and and whatever they want to make of it they they put the work in and that's what they're going to get out of it um and so you know I'm that you know not that I'm not trying as hard as I can and all that stuff but I do really try to put a lot of the onus on them. And I think they're very good at accepting the responsibility and, and uh, working towards their goals. And, you know, I think they did a great job of it last year. I think they did a great job with the last two years. We just came up unfortunate uh, really at the end, we got scored on with like eight minutes left. Somebody might've hit the post with 12 seconds left. Uh, you know, it's the way soccer goes. So you gotta just go back and try again. That's all you can do.
0: Uh, my question is for Zach. Uh, you're the goalie. You made 12 big saves versus Montville, and you made the final save in the state championship game. So obviously, those are two huge moments. But uh, yes. an- another huge moment was this. Uh, this I've been reading online about this text message you received after your freshman year. I believe. Can you explain about that?
20: Yes. Um, I was on. I was in the car actually, and I got a text from sophomore than Alex McGill. Um, And it was basically a text that said, we got to make the most of what we have left. We're going to win a ring by our senior year, by his senior year. And his senior year, he performed as well as he could have and made that text message come true. Um, If it wasn't for Alex McGill who scored 20 goals and the entire team's effort, I mean, it wouldn't have happened. But, yeah, it was miraculous that he happened to text that. That's and
0: great, great story. And you know, made that's made it. And you happen. guys made it happen. Exactly. <laughs> lived it up. You know, lived up to it.
2: My question is for uh, Jason. Um, you had the go-ahead penalty kick to win the Group 3 title over Wall. Um, and I can only imagine the range of emotions at the end of the game there. You, you end regulation, you have your overtime, you, it's your turn to take the penalty kick, your goalkeeper makes the save. Can you kind of like walk us through like that, you know, what was going through your mind from one step to the next there?
21: Uh, of course, yeah. So <laughs> that's the entire game, the entire season, the entire, like our whole entire team just played and practiced as hard as they possibly could. So when it was my turn to try and help us complete our goal, I just wanted to do everything that I possibly could. So I just calmly stepped up and I knew our goalie Zach Bar was gonna save everything as he did. And if I just made my shot, we were gonna win. And luckily it did.
2: Nice, very nice.
0: Okay. Um, This question is for Blake and Malcolm. you guys went a whole year with the bitter taste in your mouth uh, when you guys um, when you guys lost. And now you guys come back and you win the state title. Now you're finally a state champ. Explain what it really means to you. We'll start with Blake and then go to Malcolm.
1: Malcolm's not here. Oh, Malcolm's no. Oh, Malcolm's um, not, here. not okay, here. Okay, I'm sorry. Right.
2: So just Blake, you're Blake. solo on this. <laughs> so what's
1: it really mean? You're yeah, state
22: champ um, now. Cutting. Uh, After that game, uh, out of summer year in the state final, afterwards was definitely one of the worst feelings. And all I thought is just, I never want to feel this again. And we kind of brought that mentality just to the next year during states that when we get to states, we're playing our hearts out and we're just not going to lose. And it's our time to win states.
2: So my question is kind of piggybacking off of that, and this is for Alex and Alfie. Um, Now you do have that state championship ring. How has that impacted your training for the upcoming season, knowing that you guys are probably the team that opponents want to beat? And Alex, you want to start us off?
23: I'll start. (laughs) So basically, like Blake mentioned and like everyone else mentioned, nothing made the win against the wall feel better than, be, than losing to Ocean because that gave us all of the hunger to go on and win the next year. And even so, even after winning, I would say we still have that hunger within us because this group of kids, I don't know how many seniors it is, but I know definitely us have been together playing soccer our whole lives together. And going into a senior season is definitely something special and piggybacking, off of the last win that we had ever as a team together, I know that we're going to have the same hunger going into this season.
2: And how about you, Alfie? Uh, Well,
24: unfortunately, I wasn't able to uh, play with the team last year or win, but I watched as many games as I possibly could and saw them all working their hardest. And now that they've won this year, everyone's going to be aiming for us to beat us. And
0: it's just exciting. Okay, I have we we have another question from our panel, one of our listeners, and uh this question is for Zach. Um what goes through your mind during penalty kicks and what do you look for in the person kicking? Well, you don't have to say that. We don't want to give away your strategy. But, terrible, uh, we'll we'll just go away. We will go away with what you know what goes through your mind during penalty kicks.
1: Say the wrong
20: thing. Just
0: say the wrong thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well we'll just we will get into the you know.
20: Let's say the The biggest trick to saving a penalty is having the most confidence on the field. You have to go into every penalty feeling like you're going to save it, even though the chances of saving a penalty are supposed to be very slim. You have to go in and want to eat up the ball and just save the ball. Nice. Good, good,
2: good. And uh, Coach Robinson. From a uh, coach's perspective, what are your goals and expectations for 2020?
4: Well, you know, I hope it happens. Uh, (laughs) But again, I, you know, my, I really just say the same thing every year. And and I think, you know, I've been fortunate. This is my 10th year. Uh, I've been in three state finals as the head coach. Mm -hmm. Um, These guys like know the expectations and the expectations for me. And and one of the ways that I get there, honestly, is to have these kids for three and four years. The longer I can have them, the more we can get into details at practice, you know, that that get you a goal to to beat Colonia uh, on a free kick. Um, And last year in 2018 to to win another free kick uh, in the semifinals of the States. Um, and when you can work on that stuff instead of big overall stuff, you know, it helps. And so we try to get these kids as long as we can. And then really, it's like I said, it's, you know, half the time, honestly, I don't even know the schedule. I, when's our next game? That's the only game that I'm worried about. I'm not thinking three games ahead, two games ahead. Like who do we play next and when is it? And then let's study up on them and figure out how we're stopping them. and and figure out how we're going to be successful offensively and put it into uh, play and go out there and accomplish it. Um, so, you know, I think I don't worry about the record. You set our record last year at the very beginning, 13-4. and four. I had no idea what it was, <laughs> honestly, um, because it's just literally one game at a time. That's all you can control. You can't do anything about the last game. Yep. You can't do anything about next game. So, you know, just... Work at it like that, and I think these guys know that they've been with me long enough that they know that I'm not going to dwell on something. I'll give them a hard time and give them hell, uh, but it'll only be for a day. <laughs> right know, after that, we're on. You know, we're on to the next game, and, and we got to just correct the things we did wrong and and learn from what happened. You know,
0: Coach, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off script and ask you the most important question right now on this panel, and I want to see all your players' reaction. Can Co and you have to be honest. Can Coach Bufuco play on this soccer team? And I don't mean be allowed. I mean, talent-wise, could Coach Bufuco play on this soccer team right now?
4: No. <laughs> I thought you were going to I could play on the team now. And I was going to say, they better say yes. Uh, for you,
22: Yeah. Honestly, honestly he could.
4: Thanks. I'm way older than we Coach Bufuco.
0: Yeah, we got, we got Frank doing a lot of stuff this year.
1: I would oh, – listen, I would I would give 110% to try to keep up. but Mazer might take me out as soon as I come across the midfield. <laughs> so it might be over. I won't even get to
3: Zach.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, before we end for the evening, we do a, a little um, segment we like to call Rapid Fire. I don't know who – if anybody's been watching, so I'll just explain it really quickly. Um, we're going to ask you four questions. We've been tallying two of them up, so we'll get the final Milburn totals. Coach Bufuco, you're finally able to give your answer, so we're gonna go, Mr. Bufuco, Coach Robinson, Alfie, Jason, Zach, Alex, and Blake. I'll help you out because there's a lot. That's how you appear on my screen here. But uh, just quick questions to kind of. Okay, here we
0: go. Under Armour, Nike, or Adidas.
4: Nike. Don't uh, mind my shirt. I'm going to say Adidas just because, you know, so I mean, uh, someone's wearing an Adidas shirt. And I feel like if everyone goes with Nike, then I'm, the Copas that I wore for 20 years <laughs> would, uh, like to haunt me. So I'll say Adidas. And
1: if you would have asked me this 20 years ago, it would have been Adidas. But Nike's just, it's just whatever. It's nice now.
4: <laughs> Al- I did switch over. I do wear Nike now. Okay. The cheater
1: boots, right, Jay? The cheater boots.
24: Yeah, I would say Nike
20: too.
2: Okay, Jason.
20: Definitely Nike.
2: Zach.
20: I'd say Nike, but that Adidas shirt that Mr. Bufuco is wearing is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh.
2: (laughs) Alex.
23: I gotta go Nike too.
2: And Blake.
23: Nike for sure.
2: Wow, Nike ran away with it 23 to two. Okay. (laughs) Uh, McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's or Chick-fil-A. Mr. Bufuco.
1: It's been a while, but there's nothing. I don't think there's anything better than a Big Mac. So McDonald's.
4: (laughs) Yeah, my kids would kill me if I didn't say McDonald's.
24: (laughs) Uh, I would say Chick Fil A.
21: I gotta go Chick Fil A also.
23: Chick Fil A. That was me. Yeah. Probably. (laughs) Probably Chick Fil A.
1: Yeah, it's Chick-fil-A for me, too.
2: All right, Chick-fil-A is I'm the gonna winner I'm going to go on man.
1: record and say I've never had a Chick-fil-A sandwich, ever. You're missing a lot.
3: You might, you might go do it, her, tomorrow. You might
2: change your yeah. answer if you do.
0: <laughs> go do it, tomorrow. All right, my question. Do you remember what your reaction was? And if you can give us a visual, that would be great. As soon as you guys won that state championship, what, was the first, what, what did you do? Drop to the floor, fist um, pump, what did you do?
22: Exactly. I, I got a picture. I got a picture. I was just taking
23: out my picture.
22: Yeah, but Mark, show them the picture of us. Yeah, I'm gonna, the, I'm gonna get it.
23: Us. You guys show your reactions, and I'll get the picture.
1: All right, let's
0: start with let's start with Mr. Bufuca. What did you do? I
1: don't. I mean, there was two reactions. One was making sure that my daughter didn't get killed on the sideline, and two, I think I I think I hugged Jay, and then my father-in-law next to was on the sideline, and then I mean to me. I mean, it's a state championship. It doesn't matter what sport. From tennis, who's winning tournament <laughs> champions? Like they're all special. Uh, to the spring, like it doesn't. But soccer, you know, that was I felt just as. And Coach Robinson will tell you that. Like, I mean, the boys will probably tell you every time I I talk to them after a game. But the the heart fit the heart break of that game two years ago. I think I felt just as bad, just for the kids as well. Not so much as losing the game. And then that emotion, the final, like it was just as exciting as like winning one when we played in high school. Like Uh it was, it was, it was, it was truly like a memorable experience. And they're all like that. Like from, like I said, from tennis to everything. So this was, it was that much special with that, that, that loss and the comeback. So, like I said, making sure my daughter was safe, who was hiding under a blanket in the cold and then making sure like I, I got Jay and then like. My father-in-law the trainer like it was just a big embrace at the end and like a i would say a sigh of relief for the kids as well
2: alex you got that picture it looked like you ready to go yeah.
23: so these are the people that didn't take the pks but just sat there and lost
2: oh nice that's awesome that's awesome that is a, a good moment captured there very nice yeah. <laughs> coach
0: what about you uh i
4: was i was by myself everyone was in that picture running away <laughs> um i was down at the end of the bench so Luckily, I've been there a couple times, like I said. So I, you know, I talked to Mr. Bufuco, and then I beeline right for the other coach. And then I grabbed my uh, JB coach and I said, grab as many uh, game balls as you can because we assign these things and put them up in places. So, <laughs> you know, and then just then I go find these guys and, and hugged every one of them because, uh, to, you know, it's funny after the Colonia game, everyone was going crazy. I'm sorry to tell a story, but after the Colonia game, everyone was going crazy on the bus, like shaking it and everything. And I got on and I was like, what is the, me-? like, I say, Hey, we have four more games to win in a <laughs> row. Like two, you have to win six. Um, so it's so hard. And I was so proud of these guys because they get to take that with them for the rest of their lives. And the friendships stay forever, and and I'm just so happy for them.
2: Coach, real quick, um, the penalty kicks. What now? Were you are you able to watch when they're happening? Like, did you watch everyone? Do you have to look down? Do you have what what's your? Uh, I used to well, not be able to watch. That's why <laughs> I would like well, listen.
4: I, I think I think we start taking them on October first every day at the end of practice. Uh, so. At that point, you know which side everyone goes to, you know where everyone's going. So you really end up watching the goalie for the other team when we shoot, because you just want to see if he's going to go the right way, (laughs) because you know which way our guy's going. Uh, And then when, when we're defending, I mean, I'll watch Zach, play back there all the time so that's alright I'll take my chances
2: <laughs> nice and what about
0: you guys real quick uh, reaction first reaction what do you guys remember real quick if you want to go around the room
2: go ahead Alfie
24: well I was actually in England watching it on my TV and as soon as we won me and my dad started screaming and hugging each other <laughs> and then it came to the realization that I didn't get a ring and it got kind of sad but oh. I was still really happy for everyone else and then When they got on the bus, I FaceTimed them and congratulated them. Nice. Awesome.
2: Jason?
21: Yeah, I sprinted straight to Zach. I didn't even, I I wasn't really thinking. (laughs) After he saved it, me and Alex McGoy just sprinted straight to him, and it was was awesome. Well, Zach was swimming in there.
20: Sorry. Mm I'm sorry. I'm so sorry.
2: That's all right. And how about you? It sounds like you got pummeled, Zach. What was your
20: uh... <laughs> yeah? So I, I mean, immediately right after the save, um, as soon as I saved it, made it eye eye contact, hand contact with the ball. It was. I shouted immediately. It was like woo! And then I got up and was just running like this. I was so happy and just couldn't hold any excitement in, and then got pummeled by people and Jason right here and. Alex right here, and then Rory came through the middle, or left back, it was just an amazing experience, something I'll remember forever. And then hugging everyone else, running to the sideline, then getting a great hug from Mr. Bifuka was awesome. Nice, very nice. How
2: about you, Alex? Yeah, I'm
23: sure Blake would say the same thing because we were both standing next to each other. We, like, personally, I don't really watch, I just listen (laughs) and, like, I'll look down. If I hear someone on our team yelling that they're excited, I'll just start running because, like, it's just too much. I can't even imagine taking one. Like, I was just so
22: nervous watching.
2: <laughs> and Blake?
22: Yeah, it was definitely extremely exciting. We all just sprinted onto the field and just, like, it was so much at once. It was just, like, a lot of happiness for sure.
2: Nice. Like you said, in a moment you'll never forget. That's Our right. last rapid-fire question, uh, just your biggest fan or and supporter, whether they're in the stands or someone who just supports you at home um, – uh, Mr. Bufuco, want to start us off?
1: Wow, that's a tough question. Like,
2: a- For you guys, I- that's a tough one, Coach. And uh,
1: Frank, if saying- you
19: don't <laughs> say your
0: wife, you're in trouble. So you better just well, say her now.
1: Other, other. I would like. I have to say, and and Coach Robinson will say this, and the boys will probably say, like other than my wife, it's probably my my two kids. Like Harp, like my little one, Harper. She she's been around this since I started, so she she. I mean. I have pictures of her. She's in the picture and in one of the group pictures at the end, I'm holding her. And she was like, she, when she popped out from the blanket during that state final, she's like, why is everybody cheering? You know, (laughs) but she gets it. Like she, she's at, she's at stuff. She's always asking like for, she's coming with me on Thursday to school. So she, you know, whether they're COVID or not, she's just excited as the first, you know, so she lives and die like not dies with it, but it's something she knows. So I would say she is first.
2: Nice coach
4: uh I mean, my family, my wife played soccer so she knows how hard it is to win my kids. Um, but really I've I started at Milburn as a JV coach in like 2006 and we won the first title in, in eight and then what lost in the finals in nine then won in 12, lost in the semis in 13, lost in 18 in the finals and one in 19. So I get so many text messages. Uh, When the pandemic first hit, we watched the 2012 championship on a Zoom call with uh, 21 out of the 23 people. Uh, So realistically, like I can't wait till these guys are 25, 26 and they're still texting me and calling me. Um, So my, my biggest supporters are really just all my former players and their families. Nice. And, and our administration as well, obviously. Um, but really just the Melbourne town has, has come behind us in a great way for the last long time. So great.
2: that's nice. Alfie, how about you?
24: Um, I have to say both of my parents, especially my dad. He's been there to told me soccer since I was thirty, and he's rarely misses any of my games. He's a really there to Jason?
21: Yeah, I probably also have to go with my dad. He's just been at every one of our games and for as long as I can remember. And it's not like the biggest cheer or anything, but he's always there and I know he's always watching. So it's always
2: nice to have that. Nice, Zach.
20: Um, yeah, probably say my parents, both my mother and father, amazing fans to me. You'll always hear my mother shouting on the sideline <laughs> in a polite way, of course. <laughs> And I also want to say, coaches' three children for sure, and especially Sawyer. Sawyer's a man. He's a little goalie. That's
2: nice. Very nice. Alex, how about you?
23: Yeah, I would have to see my dad mainly because one of the things he loved to do ever since when I was little was he would always send, like, these motivational texts before a game. And at one point, one of my teammates, Austin, read it, and he was like, yo, like, can I have your dad's number? Like, I'm going to ask him to send me a text. So before the state finals, <laughs> my dad texted, like, I think, like, five kids on the team, they're each motivational
22: text. That's
2: so I nice. Would say that's pretty cool. Very nice. And Blake, how about you?
22: Um, I would definitely say my biggest motivation is my teammates, especially these couple of guys, especially since we started playing together, like, as little kids. And they definitely were, like, my biggest influence on this year, for sure.
2: Nice. Well, we want to thank you guys for coming on this evening. Um, it was so nice to talk with you, recap your season, and hopefully we can um, follow up with you during the twenty twenty season as well. So thank you so much for your absolutely. time absolutely and
0: congratulations on the state uh, yes. championship,
1: guys. Yeah. Remember thank it forever. You. Yeah. Thank Congrats. You I'll see you boys on Monday in person. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Again. Thank you. Best of luck,
2: guys. guys. Thanks again. And Coach Pavuco, if you could it. just
0: stay with us for one second, Coach Pavuco. Yes. We'll end it with you. Okay, so uh, coach, that was great. We're live. That was awesome. I mean, we. I want to personally. We want to personally thank you for Absolutely. all the work you put into it, um, setting it up with the coaches, setting it up with the players, with the emails, and
1: you know. Definitely fun. I mean, they, I'm. I'm hoping the kids got a kick out of it. The coaches um, seem to enjoy it as well, and and it kind of gives you a little highlight of what what we're looking to do, and you know. I think everybody said it best. Like we were cautiously excited about the season, but I don't even want, you know, we'll just take it one day at a time. You know, we, like I said, as I started, we have to do our part. And when I say we, it's all of us, athletes, parents, community, coaches, um, school staff, and, you know, hopefully all the other schools are on board and we can, we can pull this off.
2: You know, from, yeah. from our point of view, it's so nice to have these kids on and see them, you know, off of the field and talk to them and get to know them. And you really do want to see once you chat with them even more, you know, you want to see them be able to just to just play. And uh, your your student athletes were um, so polite, respectful, well spoken, yep. uh, as well as your coaches. So, again, please extend our thanks to them one more time. It was an absolute pleasure to, to sure. work with you guys tonight
1: thank you it's great and they, they are they are a great group of people coaches athletes families um i'm blessed to be where i am and it's uh it's definitely when they say it you know i don't want to use that term all the time but it does take a village but in terms of like the amount of support we have like everybody's tuned into what we're doing um and now more than ever so we'll see you know with us being virtual you know all, all eyes are kind of on what's going on in athletics at this point um and you know, to the extent that we're actually on campus and we'll see, you know, we, we just have to take it one day at a time, one practice at a time, one screening at a time. And hopefully that's all behind us in the future. But like I said, we're just blessed to have an opportunity to give the kids a chance to play.
0: Yep. And you know what, coach, I call you coach, your coach, but, um, when we were, when we had you on the first panel, which was, I mean, I don't remember if it was like April. I mean, it might've been May when we I think we were starting to talk about the, um, the last dance with the baseball. I mean, you were always like, you know, you want the kids, you, you you want to try it and you were always for it. And um, you know what? I mean, you always stuck to your guns, you know, and, and you did. And well, I give you, it, and I give you, I give you credit for that. You know, you were always like positive about it and you think we can do it and you think, you know, and, and you're here now. So,
1: you know, I mean. Well, the key is I believe like the, I mean, the positive energy is, is what, for me, it just works. And it's not that it's a magic potion. I mean, it is what it is. If something's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. But I really think like just the positive energy allows you to prepare. Like, and I always say in athletics, we can't prepare for the worst because the, for the worst, there's nothing there, right? Like they're taking it away. Mm-hmm. So you have to prepare for the best case scenario, which has everything in line with, and then from there, you, you mold to the situation at hand. And I believe, like, doing that from, I want to say, late April for the spring and then just rolling it through. And then when they finally release everything, it's not overkill. It kind of – it just allows you to kind of have something to work with. And at this point, like, for example, they moved volleyball, right? So that just makes your equation a little bit easier in the fall. And now you're preparing for something you've never prepared for with a fourth athletic season. So, I mean – but it is what it is. Like you just—that's part you of the with, Exactly.
0: But uh, again, thank you. You know, again, big thanks to you, the rest of the administration, all the kids, all the coaches. Yes. I mean, it was awesome. You know, like we've done schools and we've done specific sports. I mean, we haven't done like seven sports, and, and it was awesome. So again, I just hope if, it
1: was good for you guys too. I think, you know, and I'm I'm sure all of the teams that you you spoke to tonight would definitely come back if, if you know as we start to highlight. Absolutely. And hopefully get through up. parts of the season. Absolutely.
2: Great. Perfect. Thanks so. so much.
1: All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we'll see you
0: next time.
2: Bye bye. Yep.